the Dating While Adulting podcast, the greatest podcast ever made, if we may say so ourselves. Go to datingwhileadulting.com for access to everything related to the podcast. That's our Twitter, our YouTube, blog, information about the hosts, etc. So with all that being said, let's get to the conversation. Welcome back. Well, I guess I should say welcome back to myself because I've been the one that's been away for a long time, but I appreciate you all sticking with me. I've been living life and that's pretty much all I have to say about that. But now I'm back and today I just jump right into it. I want to talk to the ladies. Hey, ladies. (laughs) Yeah, And I know usually on these types of podcasts, when someone focuses on one gender versus the other, it usually means that there's going to be some gender bashing and all of that stuff. But if you've listened to this podcast long enough, um, you know that I don't really get into that stuff. Uh, If anything, I'm an equal opportunity gender basher. (laughs) Everybody can get it with me. Um, and the, and the one way that I know that I'm equal opportunity is because I always have women coming to me telling me that I'm too hard on them and not hard enough on the fellas. And then the fellas will come around and say to me that I'm too hard on us, me being a fella and not hard enough on the lady. So that tells me that I'm doing a pretty good job of spreading the love. But in this case, I'm singling out women because women are more oblivious to this than I think that men are. And when I say this, what I'm referring to is time. Uh, Women seem to be more oblivious to time. Um, Don't get mad at me yet, ladies. At least hear me out. When I talk about time and being oblivious to it, I'm talking specifically as it pertains to dating. Um, Over the last... This year, wow, this year, we're still in the first quarter of this year, technically. And I've spoken to a lot of women and I've had some really good conversations with a lot of women. And it seems like they don't really, you all don't really seem to understand that our time here on this earth is limited and that we're on the back ends of our lives at least the back ends of our productive lives. And when I say productive lives, I don't mean like reproducing, like having kids. I just mean like the years of being able to have fun in a healthy way. Um, Again, and when I talk about these things, I'm talking about it specifically as it pertains to dating. Um, And I'm sure that you all, just like all of us, the demo that listens to this podcast and, you know, all of us get plenty of health reminders that we're on the back end of life. But, you know, when it becomes a dating, it's kind of different because I tell you what, both men and women, we all know the pains of aging. Uh, Unfortunately, it doesn't get easier. But when it comes to dating, it seems as though the women that I've spoken to, and I should just keep it on that, the women that I've spoken to, instead of just like saying all women, because that's not fair. But according to the women that I've spoken to, Um, they don't really seem to get that their time to meet that man is running out. And when I say that man is that man that, you know, they feel like they deserve or the man, that man that they feel like they're looking for. Um, I had a conversation with a woman not too long ago. Um, She'd been married for a while and she'd been divorced for a while. And after talking to her for a while, I convinced her to try online dating. She signed up. And like many women that I've spoken to, first, she was reluctant to do it. 
then she felt over, she finally did it. And then she felt overwhelmed by all the responses that she was getting, um, which you would think would have been encouraging, but to her, it was overwhelming. And to a lot of women that I talked to was overwhelming. Then um, after going through those um, men that were in her inbox, she started to get discouraged because of the types of responses that she was getting and the types of men that were sending those responses didn't necessarily meet up to the criteria that she had expected. And I'm sure that there are plenty of women listening to this that can relate. Like I said, I've had conversations with quite a few women who have told me the exact same thing. So she winds up meeting a guy, declares herself to be in love, and she gets off the app. And this was despite uh, my telling her that she shouldn't do that. To make a long story short, she wound up breaking up with the dude because the dude really wasn't what she expected or what the dude described himself to be. And she sent me a text letting me know that she was going to take some time to herself because she was not ready to date yet. She's in her mid fifties. And I asked her, how much time do you think you have to find yourself and get to a point where you're ready to date? That process should be expedited. Yeah. It's like she hated online dating so much that she fell in love with being able to get off the app instead of falling in love with the guy that she met. And I've heard this story from other women as well, or at least a similar version of that story. And it's not to say that the first guy that you can meet, the first guy that you'll meet on some type of app or however, will be the guy, won't be the guy, because it surely can. The first guy you meet can be the guy. But you need to make sure that you made the sure you need to make sure that you're with whatever guy for the right reasons. And one of the reasons shouldn't be your hatred of dating in general. I actually talk to women that actually say that God is going to send them a man. And we've all made jokes about that in the past, but it's amazing to me how many women seriously say that for real. And while that might be the case, God might send you that man. The Bible says that faith that faith without works is dead. So that means to get the God that God is going to send to you, you have to be putting in some kind of work. And work, quote unquote, means actively seeking out that man. You don't have, hey, you don't have time to be sitting at home um, claiming to be an introvert, which more and more women that I meet claim to be. But you don't have time for that waiting for a man to, quote, understand you. You're too old for that. And you don't have time for that. Um, From what I know about God, um, he gives you what you work for. God's children aren't all winning the Powerball. You're not just buying a ticket and just getting $100 million. And even if you are getting $100 million, you actually have to leave your house, go to the store, take $2 out because they don't take credit cards. Well, I guess you can do it online, but a whole different story. But the point is, you have to put in effort to buy the ticket. Yeah. And even that takes some effort, more effort than just waiting on somebody to knock on your front door. It's not happening. So let's rule that one out. Another thing that I want to that I want to talk to some women you know, about is this mythical idea of chemistry. And I know that Reggie, that Reggie, we had a big debate about that back in the day on one of these episodes actually entitled chemistry, where he believes in that I 
don't in that traditional sense that most people believe in it, where your eyes lock across the room and you instantly fall in love and all of that. But I still talk to women at this age that still rely on chemistry or expect some kind of chemistry, instant chemistry when you meet someone. Yeah, you don't, ladies, you don't have time to be believing in that mess. Chemistry is something that's built over time, at least how I see chemistry. You choose to build chemistry. And what you really need to build chemistry with someone is, is with someone that's decent and an open-mindedness and open-minded rather. They have to be decent because you need to know that the dude isn't going to be a leech or a liar or take advantage or advantage of you or anything like that. And he needs to be open-minded because then he'll be willing to deal with your quirks in the same way that you should be open to dealing with his quirks. If someone is decent and open-minded, you should be able to, you should be able to grow chemistry with that person as opposed to like thinking of it as being something instant, instant. And that silliness of thinking that it's all magic and all of that stuff. Notice the thing. You're too old to still be believing that. You don't have time for that, ladies. That's the theme. Another thing that I hear women that fit the demographic of this podcast talk about is the idea of meeting a man at a grocery store or just out somewhere. Ladies, you don't have time to still be believing in that either. I don't know anyone that's met someone in a grocery store that led to um, them falling in love, at least not in the last 10 years or so. That's movie stuff, not real life stuff. Yeah. And ladies, when you go out, you're usually going out with friends and that intimidates a lot of men from approaching a group of people just to talk to you. Add to that, that even when you're alone, most of the time you're looking at your phone, like most of us do. I mean, nobody's really like outside, really just, just really just decompressing, unplugging, and just taking advantage of their surroundings. Most people had their head face planted into their phone, which makes it more intimidating for a guy to approach you. And yes, ladies, men do get a, um, men do get intimidated. Hate to break it to you. So stop, so stop thinking that your soulmate is just waiting for you um, in the produce aisle at the grocery store. You're too old for that, ladies. You don't have time for that. Another thing that women have recently talked to me about was how good things were back in the day uh, regarding datings. And I'm like, what? Really? You talk about romanticizing history um, in a way that wasn't true. Like, like, what are you really basing that on? When I meet women that fit into the demo of this podcast, many of them are divorced with children or have children from men that they can't stand or men that won't take care of those children. So, I mean, the children's are a blessing. I mean, so if you're looking at the 1990s and saying that those were the good old days because you had kids and those are the joys of your life, okay. But when talking about the dating experience um, back in the 90s, nah, you can't realistically look at that and say those were the best of times, ladies, when you were giving out, giving out fake phone numbers to dudes just to get them off of you. When a dude would buy you a drink in the club and then stalk you all around the club for the rest of the night 
or the dude who was like leaving this bank, a fake bank balance around you were trying to like flex and all of that stuff. Like he had money that he didn't while he was living with his moms. Things that actually still happen today, but it was happening a lot more back then. So, yeah, when talking about like the good old days and how things were back in the day and how things used to be and all that stuff, come on, let's be real about that. Dating wasn't good then. I mean, the only thing that you can point to is that guys might have been more aggressive, but it I, that's the other part of it. It was the same guys. You were getting approached by like, two percent of the guys that were available so nah the 90s weren't so great yeah and so yeah yeah the good old days weren't all that good you're too old to still be, be believing that you don't have time to be believing that and relishing in that because it wasn't the case and the last thing from the conversations that i've been having recently with women are that women still have these long list of expectations for a man. Like I said earlier, if you meet a man that's decent and open-minded, everything else can be negotiated and worked out. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course you have to be attracted to the dude, but that pretty much goes without saying. And I'm not saying that, yo, you should just take anything, but yeah, what you look for is a foundation. And yeah, when I meet someone these days and I have a conversation, I'm just like, okay, was there enough there to have another conversation? I go out on the first date. Was there enough from that date that makes me want to see them again? Um, looking at the flaws, looking at whatever the, the negatives might be. It's like, well, let me see how they manifest themselves instead of just like dismissing someone that you don't even really have a chance to get to know. And so that's what I'm saying. If you find somebody that's decent and they're open-minded, hey, that's enough to build on and you have to be attracted to them. Attractive to you, decent and open-minded. Again, if he's decent, he won't be looking to take advantage of you. And if he's open-minded, that means that he can be molded into what you want him to be. And when I talk about being molded, I understand we live in this era where God forbid, I can a woman will say, you can't change me. I don't want to be changed and all of that stuff. Okay. Yeah, I get it. But we all need to change a little bit. And to be with the person that we really want to be, you can't expect a guy to come into your life ready-made in the same way that you can't expect to be ready-made for a guy. You're going to have to change. We're all going to have to change to fit into someone's life because as we get older, we get hardened in our ways and our ways aren't the norm. We all have little quirks, like I said earlier. Yeah, so nobody's gonna be ready-made for anybody. So in all of that, you can't change me and you can't do this and all that stuff. Hey, you're just building up a case to be alone for a long time. Nobody's gonna be ready-made for anybody. But if you're open-minded, that means that you can bend a little bit for him. He can bend a little bit for you. And then you'll be bending a little bit for each other. Hubba hubba. Yeah, you both have to accept a little less is what it comes down to. We're all older. None of us have a lot of time left. We're all like dented cans in the grocery store. <laughs> and it's funny because at this age, I still talk to women that talk about certain men being, quote, too nice. Like, 
Okay. Being nice is a bad thing. Even still to this day, we're talking about the demo of this podcast, 40 and 50 year old women. I still talk to women that criticize men for wanting to get into relationships too soon. For the longest time, like back in the 90s, it was that men didn't want to commit. Even now is that men don't want to commit. But then on the other hand, it's like you want to you should be wanting to commit. But if you want to commit too soon, then that's a bad thing. And that's not to say that you should commit like to them just because they want to commit to you. You commit when you're ready to commit. But instead of just dismissing the guy like Nicole, who was on the date, who was on the show back in the day, who was like turned off because a guy brought her flowers on the first date. Instead of dismissing the guy, can't you like have a conversation with him about like, you know, hey, let's let's pace this thing out, you know, instead of just ghosting them, you know, he's a bad guy, you know, because he brought you flowers or he's a nice guy and nice guys are bad. Um, The point in all of this is, again, is that we don't have a lot of time. We're getting older and we're getting more and more dented by the day. The dented cans analogy again. And plus, we're at that age where we can't even focus on just our own dents. Now we have to worry about our parents and other ailing family members. And with all that, you're still going to have the same standards and beliefs that you had when you were 24 years old. You're really in your 40s and 50s thinking that thinking that you're really in your 40s, actually thinking that that dating is going to be better at 50. 50 year olds really think that dating is going to be better at 60. Or, or for those that are on this whole I'm single and happy kick, do you really think that's going to last for the rest of your life? We're not built to be alone. So acting like it, you know, is only fooling yourself. I mean, don't get me wrong now. As a single man, there are definitely advantages to, to the single life. And if we're being honest, you know, we're just making the most of the single life because we don't really have any other option. You know, this is not preferred. Being alone is not preferred. We all would rather be with someone. Now, with that said, we might want to be with somebody on our own terms, but still we'd rather be with someone than without. But if you keep waiting for someone to live up to a standard that you had in 1995, or or if you are talking about you're not ready to date for the next five years, you'll be looking back at time, wondering how it all got away from you. Which a lot of us, well, some of us are thinking right now, actually. You better find you a dinner can that makes the most sense. That, that avocado that has a little black in it. You know, when you cut it open, there's a little black. You know, hey, you can just cut that out and just scrape the green part out or that ground beef that has a little bit of brown on it. Hey, technically, you can still cook it. It's not expired yet. Ladies, you're too old to be talking about we didn't have chemistry or I got friendship vibes from him, but not romantic vibes or he's too nice or he's a good guy, but just not for me. Boy, that kind of thinking of how you how you are um, by yourself, and none of us want to be by ourselves. So that's all I had to say on my welcome back. Hopefully, ladies, you didn't take that too harshly. If you did take it too harshly, please feel free to let me know. And um, it's all said with love. And notice that when I was talking about dented cans, I'm talking about all of us. The men are dented. The women are dented. 
but you get we gotta acknowledge our dents and understand it's not 1995. And I can also hear some women that listen to this saying, "Well, shoot, I don't mind a dented can. Where the dented cans at? Shoot, I like a nice guy and all of that stuff." The reason I bring this up is because, like I said, I've had a bunch of conversations with women. Um, and in the midst, even women that will talk about there are no good men and all of that stuff, when I drill a little bit deeper into their dating experiences, there's always a guy or a group of guys that they've dismissed that they'll say with a little prodding, yeah, they were a nice guy or they were nice guys. They just weren't for me. Or, yeah, they were too assertive or they wanted to commit too fast. They fell in love as soon as we met, stuff like that. That doesn't make them bad guys, you know? They might not be good guys. Who knows? But how would we know? Because you never really gave them a shot because you dismissed them too soon. Without finding out the details, we're all dented cans, including those guys, including you, all of us. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess the point in all of this is and the point of this podcast, man, is I don't want any of us to be alone. You know, all that talk about, yeah, I love my single life. I'm single, blah, blah, blah. Come on now. Fuck out of here. (laughs) All right. That's it for me. I'm out of here. Thanks for coming back. And yeah, let's not let's not make it um, too long before we see each other again. Reggie. Follow the people. Actually, Reggie's in in Colorado, so yeah, he won't be hollering. Um, But anyway, you all have a great evening. Have a great week. Have a great whatever, whenever it is that you're listening to this. And until then, um, yeah, bye.